Yo, yo what's yo, up? Yo. <laughs> How y'all doing? <laughs> All my, yes, you know, my Canada fans around Canada experiencing this cold, this cold ass weather. <laughs> How y'all doing? <laughs> some places are colder than others, right? You, you like you said, you're you're experiencing what negative four degrees weather. Yeah, negative three, but the sun's out. You know, uh, I think in right in Ontario, I think it's five degrees. He said. Yes, sir. So I mean, yeah, some places are colder than others. Unfortunately, you know that's that's how it that's how we roll in Canada, man. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> As usual, you know, it's your boy Denver right here. You know. Yes, As sir. Little, yeah. Yep, and it's your boy Josh, you know, and welcome to the Denver and Josh, or Josh and Denver podcast. Again, however you guys want to spin it, um, you know, we're here to give you that content, man, on a Saturday morning, uh, give our predictions for this week of football's, um, you know, games, and yeah, man, we just going to give it to you, man. So Denver, let's, how you doing though? How you doing today, brother? How you doing? I'm doing good, you know, scale of one to 10, you know, just relaxing. I said seven or eight. I'm not a morning person, so. <laughs> <laughs> so could be. Um, how about I you, man? <laughs> bro, I'm the same. I'm not a morning person either, man. But again, we got to get this in, right? So Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and you know what? After we do our podcast, man, I always feel a little bit better. So, you know, this this kind of, you know, I may be at a, at a six or seven right now. I might end up being a 10 after the podcast, bro. So. Right, you know, I feel you, I feel you. <laughs> yes, sir, man. You know, I enjoy these, man. I enjoy these. You know, t- speak with my brother. You know, I enjoy these. It's always a good time. Specs, and I want y'all to also, you know, um, you know, before anything, you know, like, subscribe. Also, visit our Instagram. I believe J and D Podcast at J and D Podcast on Instagram. Make sure you guys check that out. You know, as well as always like and subscribe. Try, always trying to ask subscribers to our YouTube page. Yes, sir. Please do not forget to do that. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Give me all this free content. Y'all might as well subscribe, right? <laughs> all right. <laughs> oh, man. So where should we start, man? What's the biggest stories right now? You know, NFL, let's start with some NFL. Yes, sir. Let's start with that. So uh, I know we predicted the last game, the Monday Night Football game, uh, you know, I believe it was, yeah. Washington, it was Washington versus um, Seattle. Seattle, and I picked Seattle because I was thinking Russell Wilson's going to bounce back. But, you know, that was a good pick on your end. You know, usually, like, <laughs> I usually win, so. I yeah, mean, well. <laughs> <laughs> but we had one game, so it's either, you know, someone had to win. You know what I mean? But you're right. Washington is playing pretty good. You know, done Heineke a little bit. But Washington is playing better right now. And they're the better team right now. Um, like Russell Wilson is still struggling, and I think their season is done. To be honest, I think it's kind of like a wash. Mm-hmm. He missed too many games, and they're just not able. They don't have the type of you know horses or the type of talent for them to you know yeah. roar back and you know win a whole bunch of games. Um, you know, Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf seem like they're not really as explosive as they were last year in terms of their connection. But obviously, Russ has been out for you know for five six games this year. So, a good pick on you and. Yeah, Washington, I feel like they're just the, the hotter team playing better right now on all phases, offense, defense, special teams compared to Seattle. And, you know, they took that game. Yeah. I mean, it's a close game. It was 17 to 15. Um, you know, it really went down to the wire. I believe the game was won on, on a field goal or not on a field goal, but 
Russ had a chance to win the game, I guess, on a or a tie up the game in a two point conversion. Mm-hmm, I believe. Yeah. yeah. And and he missed it. Um, you know, he wasn't able to connect with one of his receivers. Um, but I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I guess, you know, Russ is just a little bit rusty. Yeah, the, the amount of time that he's lost due to, you know, the the tendon in his finger. Um you know, it's really impacted his overall season. And I'm hearing some talks that he may not even be in Seattle after the season. He might may very well get <laughs> traded. Um, so we'll see about that, man. I mean, I'm sure, you know, if Russ gets a fresh start, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna really turn it up, man. He's really gonna turn it up. I I like, I mean, we know the type of caliber uh player that Russ can be. I mean, this guy uh was, you know a Super Bowl champion, um, you know, a very great leader, um, great quarterback overall. So I, I can only see him, you know, turning up with wh- whatever destination that he gets to. Um, but where do you think would be any, like, good potential landing spots, bro? I mean, he said, no, like, a lot of teams don't have a lot of, I guess, there's not too many teams that could be open. So you're thinking – Teams that aren't performing well right now, like, I mean, to be honest, he's from the VA area, so <laughs> Washington's a good fit, but like you said, maybe <laughs> Heineke's their guy now, or maybe stop gap, stop gap guy, maybe he's the guy they want in the future. I'm not sure where they see, um, you know, Heineke um, and, and his future, but, you know, um, what, other, what other teams? I think uh, Carolina. I think- no, Carolina, maybe, maybe. Do you believe right? in Cam that much? Maybe, yeah. Maybe. Um, we'll see. I mean, I feel like it depends on how well Cam can bounce back um, after that poor performance from last week. Um, you know, if he can really show them something again. And again, I like we, we, you and me, we already know how it is. We attributed uh, that poor performance to the lack of time that he had with the team. You know, most people weren't really taking that in they're just expecting cam to be on point you know from the get-go but it's it's really the lack of time and experience with with his teammates and the chemistry and uh, i feel like you know maybe just after this week i know cam is going to have a chip on his shoulder and you know he's going to maybe go harder in practice you know to prepare for this week's game uh you know as he continues to to progress with the team i'm sure that he'll he'll show them something and maybe carolina will keep keep him so i don't know if carolina will be a potential landing spot i'm thinking new orleans though yeah new orleans i mean speaking of that game thursday night i mean to finish off on monday night yeah um russell wilson that there's, there's, there's a lot of teams uh, i feel like because Think about it. The QB draft this year, 2022, it's supposedly like one of the weakest QB drafts yeah. in a long time. So you're thinking teams that need quarterbacks are not going to go out and try to develop a guy in the draft, especially a guy that's going to have you know, high caliber talent as usual coming out of these drafts. So like I said, they might make a New Orleans instead of like, James is not that bad, but I mean, Taysom Hill, I don't think he's the guy. He's decent for what he is as a gadget player. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of like gadget as a full-time QB, you can see why they were wanted Trevor Simeon to start in the last like three, four games before he started because just from a QB's per, a QB like perspective, pushing the ball down the field and making plays, like uh, he just you know Taysom Hill just hasn't developed from a QB standpoint the, the way that he's supposed to already. But like, he's getting he got paid so, but uh, I think he got paid to be more like a gadget guy, um, you know that that player a full-time QB. I think that's 
his role right now. But yeah, it could be like New Orleans if, if they don't believe in Jameis that much. I'm trying to think of some other teams right now. Um, I mean, the, the, the Giants, he wants to go to New York, the Giants. Like if they, if, you know, they don't believe in, you know. Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones, he's been, I mean, it's not all him, but the, the team, they don't, they don't have a lot of talent in New York. They still develop the talent, but I mean, it's kind of interesting where, where he could land because Aaron Rodgers wants to leave too. So there's a couple of QBs that want to leave this year. I mean, like you said, Big Ben, does he go to Pittsburgh? Big Ben retires. There's just so many options. Like, Yeah, definitely. But yeah, I think Seattle, I don't know, they just got off to a bad start. And I mean, Russell Wilson, like, I think during the game, I, I saw a stat that said since 2012, he was, has the most, like, one of the tighter, one of the most comebacks or game winning drives in the NFL since 2012. I think he's either one or two in that stat. And even at the end of that game, he drove them down, you know, potentially tied the game. They missed mm-hmm. a conversion. Um, crazy ending, if you saw it, you know, they got the onside kick. And then they determined that, I don't know, like there was a legal shift in, in the yeah, play. Yeah, illegal formation. In the, which like, I've never heard I, that call before. I've never seen it. On like, a kickoff return? Like on a, yeah, like I've never heard of that call before. There's never yeah. like, like how do you have an illegal formation on a kickoff? Like, I don't know. I think they said like, I think they're pointing out the guy, one of the guys on the right side of the ball. And they're saying that he has to, before he goes to the ball, he has to pass pass the ball first, he can't go directly to the ball. I have no idea, but it looked like there was the same number of guys were on each side as a regular mm-hmm. onside kick as usual. And yeah, that, I think they kind of got robbed with that play. That was kind of weird. Like, so look yeah. for an explanation on that play. But yeah, they came out to fight, but you know, just not enough. They don't, they just don't have, you know, I guess the chemistry Russ has his receivers yet, um, but he still fought to the end and, and yeah, like Washington was just a better team and yeah, like I feel like Washington, like they, I think right now they're actually in the wild card spot. Like they're in like the number six, seven spot to make the playoffs. I'm like, wow. They started off, remember, they started off like one and four or something. I'm like, mm-hmm. that? like they're, they're, they're trash. And they're like, oh, okay, they actually they can actually make the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, yeah, great, they're, like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're what, like five and six now. So they're in a pretty decent position within the middle of the season. Um, and it's like, you know, it's funny because, I mean, Taylor Heineke wasn't really the quarterback that they were going to try and move forward with. I mean, they brought in Ryan Fitzpatrick, but, you know, due to Ryan Fitzpatrick being injured, you know, they they had to throw Taylor Heineke into the spot. And, you know, he's really proving himself, um, showing that, you know, he's, he's um, you know, able to lead the team. Uh, and able to win some, you know, crucial games. I believe this game was a crucial game. Um, it puts them in a pretty decent spot within the NFC. Um, so, yeah, man, it's, it's, it's good to see. Uh, and Taylor Heineke, man, you know, just shout out to him because, I mean, you know, a while ago he wasn't really even in the league. I, I believe he was, um, like, I believe, like, the the origin story for him was, like, he was, like, in school or something. Like, he went back to school because – uh, he was kicked out of the league early on. So he went back to school and then Washington called him up to, to, to get a job. And then all of a sudden he was thrown into a starting position uh, in last year's playoffs. In and in a, um, I don't know if it was, though, it was the, a divisional round game against yeah, Tampa Bay. Against Tampa, yeah. The first yeah. on the playoffs, yeah. 
yeah and then that's where it's like you know that the heineke magic just you know started to kick in you saw that this kid could play because he literally had a great like head-to-head duel against tom brady like really put up some some you know uh uh competition against that 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 squad um and yeah and then we see it, it, it within this season you know he's been making plays man he's been you know doing what he needs to do here and there i mean i know they're only five and six but still he showed a lot of bright spots so i feel like this guy could really be a quarterback in this league he'd be he could be a starting quarterback and maybe washington again I'm, they may not be looking for a future at qb they may think that this is the guy depending on how the the this season fully you know um concludes but i mean the way that it is now i feel like there's definitely some some heineke magic going around there's some hype going around within the locker room uh he didn't put up big numbers but again it's it's he's showing that he can win games yeah and, and i think that i think i saw a couple staff that said like he's the like the only undrafted qb in the league right now so the story is similar to like Tony Romo because Tony Romo was undrafted too and he played QB for a long time. So you always see those type of stories of you know, QBs that, you know, don't get drafted and then are actually like playing pretty well and are starting QBs in this league. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's a big ups to, to, uh, to the Heineke. And yeah, hopefully they can keep it up. Like you said, like everyone likes to, un- like, like, everyone likes to underdog story. And so hopefully he can keep playing well. Definitely. Yes, that? sir. So that was that was Monday night football. You want to talk a little bit about Thursday night football? The results of the Cowboys and the Saints game. I know we touched on it a little bit, but we can go <laughs> a little bit more in depth. Yeah, kind of start off with that. That that, that was you know um, not a bad game defensively for the Cowboys. Yeah, um, it was a great win. Um, like I said, like Tony Pollard playing really well. Is he just mm-hmm. hasn't got a stride yet? I don't know what it is. Maybe. Uh, I don't know, just having a, like a really slow season in terms of his stats and being the bell cow, um, um, like running back. Mm-hmm. But we had Tony Pollard playing well. He had a, he had a big touchdown run. Yeah. Um, you know, I seen there was a nice play. I think by CD Lamb had a nice play in there where he kind of juked like, um, 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 uh, I think it was Malcolm Jenkins. He had like mm-hmm. a sick juke on that play. And the defense played pretty well. Like, you know, they had three interceptions, I believe. Uh, I think it was four. Four? Was four. It? Yeah, they, yeah, it's four. They, yeah, it was he, four. It was he, four. Because he threw one to defensive linemen. So he threw one to, like, Devontae yeah. Casey. And the other one was to Javon Curse. Um, yeah. This is for safety. And then Javon Diggs got his ninth interception. Can you believe it? That guy that is just crazy, bro. He's like, super smart. That said, like, yeah. we, like, we talked about it, like, a few, a few episodes ago, like, how he played receiver and super good instincts. Mm-hmm. He has, you know, just extremely good hands. Like yeah. he catches the ball like so clean. Yeah, he's, like, he's literally ball. like a, a wide receiver on the defensive side. Like that's literally <laughs> what it is. Yeah, he he played really well, and uh, yeah, like and he's, and he's leading it the, the lead in um, ints. Very mm-hmm. smart. Um, similar to a little bit of Richard Sherman in terms of IQ, but like he said, the difference is he has a great hand. So like. He might actually like. We'll see how his career plays out, but definitely has a chance to kind of, you know, put up a lot of ints going forward, based on how good his hands are and how good he is at at um, reading routes. Um, and then he threw another interception to the defensive lineman. Yeah, so and was that was like, a pick six. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, "Yo, dog, like this guy, 
Like, I, I don't know, man. Like, I think they should have that church. Maybe, you know what? Let's give Taysom Hill one more start. Because, you know, it's been his first start, of the, first start of the year. But, man, like, it was like back to back. I was like, man, surprised um, Champagne didn't bench him. Yeah, the <laughs> defense played pretty well. Michael Parsons, their defense played lights out. Oh, yes, definitely. And, uh, yeah, it was a great game by the Cowboys. Um, like I said, they're 8 and 4. And so, I don't know, they're not saying a lock, but I think they're going to make the playoffs. I believe. I think the playoffs. Yeah. Like I said, but they need Zeke. They have that one-two punch with Zeke and Pollard. They're going to be dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. I agree with you still. Um, the only thing I would say is that, you know, Cowboys offense, though, they, they didn't deliver, um, you know, as expected. Um, you know, Dak didn't have his best game. Um, you know, he threw one touchdown, one interception, um, you know, 238 yards passing. So it was a very mid-type game for Dak. Um, you know, I'm sure you know, that it's maybe just a one-off, but I mean, Dak hasn't been playing the best the, the past couple weeks, I'd say. So, I mean, hopefully he can turn it around and, and, and get back to, you know, that, that level um, of, uh, you know, that MVP type caliber level or that, you know, comeback player of the year uh, level. Cause I mean, he was playing great. He was playing lights out in the beginning of the season. Um, and then he just got to a little bit of a, a, a rut, I guess. Um, but you know, the defense, Cowboys defense, man, they really bailed them out again, four interceptions, uh, you know, Taysom Hill was just basically giving them the ball at that, at that point. Um, I'm just throwing alley-oops, dog. (laughs) Yeah, basically, right. Uh, you know, Micah Parsons, man, that rush on Taysom Hill is pretty good. Um, yeah, man, it's, it's just an overall good game, a defensive game from the Cowboys. And that's what I attribute the win to. Um, and yeah, Taysom Hill, man, for the Saints, man, he's not that guy. Um, I know, I know, (laughs) not at all. I mean, definitely that he's that Swiss army knife, you know, put him at any position you want, right? Tight end, fullback, put him on special teams. You can do all that with him, but to play the quarterback position for all the snaps within the game, that's definitely not his forte. He's not, he's not consistent enough. Um, he can't really push down. He can't really push the ball down the field like that. That's what I really gathered from this game, um, and that's why Jameis Winston won the quarterback competition. If you, if I think about it now, looking at this game, Taysom Hill wasn't even competition for Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston should have just been handed the keys from the get go. Like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, Taysom Hill's not that guy. Again, you can pay him to be, you know, that Swiss Army knife. That's that's cool now. But to play the quarterback position, that is not him. Yeah, I think he's like a more athletic Tim Tebow. That's yeah. my comparison. I could be wrong. People might uh, like, like, just like don't agree with me on that. But to me, he's like, he said he could play in the slot. He's a good blocker. Um, he's a good decoy if you want to use him on, on, you know, on reverses or anything like that. He's always a threat because, you know, he can throw the ball, but like I said, the problem is accuracy, reading, reading the field, reading the defense, reading the coverage. That's more of his problem. Like I said, like, once he's in the game, you kind of have to account for him. You know what I mean? So he is, like, a problem for, I guess, defensive coordinators and scheme and whatnot. In terms of, like you said, him playing the QB position, I mean, I have to see him play next week. Like you said, like, that wasn't encouraging. Like mm-hmm. you said, like, he threw a lot of slants and screens, but, like, you didn't really see him, like, make big, big plays down the field. Yeah. 
Yeah, but I like I like the receiver Devontae Harris. Really like you know, really good player. You know, real elusive, real quick. Um, yeah, he definitely scored one of those long touchdowns for him. Just his run after the catch, like, was, yeah, was, crazy. Uh, was crazy. <laughs> um, you know, you saw Trayvon Diggs and Ouse, um, you know, miss key tackles, you know, just based on, you know, um, Harris being so shifty. Um, yeah, he's, he, he's, I say he's one of their bright spots in, in New Orleans for sure. Um, and he's not all that big either. So, I mean, definitely, yeah, uh, yeah he's, he's, a, he's a good piece that they have. Yeah, like a shifty, a real shifty receiver. Yeah. So, like, um, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I wanted to mention, though, with Dak again. Like, again, I was just expecting more because he had his receivers healthy, right? He had yeah. CeeDee Lamb healthy this game. He had Amari Cooper healthy this game. And they had Michael Gallup as well. Um, I mean, when you have that, like, they're a, a crazy wide receiver, wide receiver trio right there. Um, all of them talented you know, um, I you would expect you know the quarterback to 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 really put up numbers with all three of them guys on the field, but yeah, Dak didn't really play all that well, um, and it's just it was it was kind of disappointing. So I mean, you really can't say that Dak really led this team to victory. It was really on the the shoulders of the defense. But yeah. just to let you know, Matt, like. That touchdown that he threw to to Michael Gallup, though, that's probably one of the best contested catches I've ever seen. Like that, <laughs> that, 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 that fade route in the back of the end zone, and the way that Michael Gallup just twisted his body up, yo, caught that and still got his feet down. I'm like, this guy is crazy. No, I'm I'm like, he's really an underrated receiver, man. I'm telling you, the three of them could be wide receiver ones on any team. Like yeah, they have okay, a, maybe maybe Michael Gallup would be a wide receiver too. Maybe I'm kind of yeah, pushing it, but he, but he is really good though. Yeah, they have a sick, a really good court. wide receiver. Too. Yeah, for sure. It's, good. it's gonna be hard to keep them together like for the next three four years because like the amount of money you have to pay. Like you said, like I think they've already paid Cooper, but like you know, CD Lamb going for it and, and Gallup. So you see how they keep that core together. But they have, like you said, they have a sick trio. And like you said, yeah, Dak hasn't been in sync the last few games. Um, hopefully, he gets to get together for the playoffs like I said like I think they're gonna you know for me they're they're locked to make it it's just how well that Dak plays if their defense can play like that and Dak can kind of play a lot better than he did on Thursday then they're gonna be a, a dangerous threat in the playoffs you, you know what I mean um so there's one of those teams that you know it's the Cowboys man America's team they're, they're like they have a great week and they don't and you know sometimes they play ballot they did the last three games before they won on Thursday so they're just very up and down. It's like it can never be consistent. So I think that's what they brought in their new head coach to do, Mike McCarthy, is to kind of bring that consistency and kind of, you know, push towards a championship like he did in Green Bay, that one he had with Aaron Rodgers. But like he said, we're just looking for that consistency of the Cowboys. Hopefully we can start seeing that going forward. I believe their schedule is very favorable. So we'll see how they do that, like, down the stretch. Yes, sir. Yeah, well, that's touching on Thursday Night Football. What's the biggest story coming out? Is it the uh, AB thing with the with the whole oh with the vaccination card thing? <laughs> Bro, I'm like, yo, he got suspended, but Aaron Rodgers didn't. I mean, it's different, it's yeah, a different it's, situation, but it is I a different like, situation. Huh? But ultimately, 
I I I hear you on that. Like Aaron Rodgers really got a slap on the wrist, and then Antonio Brown's getting suspended for three games. Like <laughs> I don't think I don't think it's fair. I mean, it's not the same situation, but it's it's very similar. Um, and apparently Antonio Brown actually did get vaccinated. He actually did, <laughs> but the card that he used initially within the season was fake. Yeah. So yeah. So basically, uh, apparently the story is that. Um, he was using a, a fake, you know, one of those fake vaccination status cards, um, which is apparently illegal um, within the, the the state of Florida or whatever. Um, <laughs> but he was so freaked out, you know, based on, I mean, he realized it worked, but he's so freaked out that he's like, all right, let me get vaccinated for real, just in case. So apparently he actually did get vaccinated, but due to the fact that he initially used the fake, you know, status he's getting fired like he's getting reprimanded due to that and it was all due to you know someone snitching on him because yeah yeah because he had a a chef that was also his personal assistant that he refused to pay it's like (laughs) man like i swear it's not the first time he refused to pay people (laughs) yeah i mean i'm thinking like yo if you have some skeletons in your closet and and this person that you're working with knows those skeletons bruh like you gotta do whatever you gotta do to make sure they keep quiet. Like that's what, I, that's what I'm thinking. Pay the man. But here's the thing. Here's the thing that makes no sense though. It's kind of like I don't think he's the only one in the league that did that. Think, think no, about I it. Definitely think, think about where we are in terms of like you know. I'm just talking about college football, NFL. At the start of the season, they got so much pressure from the general managers or whatever the team or the coaches to get vaccinated. And like some guys, they probably weren't comfortable at that time, whatever, they did their research. So there's probably a lot of guys in college football or even the NFL that did this fake vaccination card. That's my guess. Because even though the coach on Bruce Aaron said, yeah, he got snitched out for AB. He's not happy about it, but he's like, there are definitely a lot of other guys in the league with the same situation. And so, like you said, like, like I think he's just like the poster boy because I think three people got suspended or like, but did Mike Edwards and you know the other guy who's not even on the team anymore? Do they all get the same suspension as AB? Do they all get three games? Like I don't even know that. Like I don't know. I think it's just the poster boy that said, "Hey, like anybody with a fake vaccination card, like this is what we're gonna do to you." Kind of yeah. like you know. But yeah, like, it sucks that like he really is vaccinated. But I guess just at the start of the season, like you said, like he just felt a lot of pressure. He's like, yo, let me just get this fake card. Just you know, just like just for the time being while you have like Aaron Rodgers like he said he got vaccinated and like you said he didn't get suspended so it's kind of like I don't know I could be I could be wrong could we could be looking too deep into this but yeah (laughs) honestly I don't think we're looking too deep into it at all man I feel like we we are onto something here man there's definitely (laughs) there's definitely a, a um you know, some unfairness within the league for sure. Um, you know, depending on, you know, what your status is. Um, I I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I don't know if I want to go as deep as, I mean, it being a racial issue within the league, but I mean, definitely just Aaron Rodgers being a poster boy quarterback, um, you know, being one of those figures within the league that, you know, is very recognizable. Um, and, you know, he 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 has been like a again like a, a former Super Bowl winner, put so many years into the league. Um, you know, I think they they went light on him just due to his status within the league. Um, mm. 
Antonio Brown, he's had more of a muddy history within the league. We all know his story, you know, <laughs> with him leaving Pittsburgh, you know, going to New England, um, you know, then um, he, um, or not, he goes to the Raiders, right? Yeah, yeah. And he gets, he, he forces himself out of the Raiders to, to get to New England. Um, and yeah, I guess he, due to his, also his personal history, um, you know, with allegations against him, um, you know, he's, he hasn't had the most positive, you know, um, image within the, 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 the NFL. So I guess the NFL jumped on the, the opportunity to make an example of him. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's just, that's just what it was, man. I think that's, that's literally, it is, it has to do with your, you know, your, your outlook on, you know, yeah, not your outlook, but like your image, man. Just like how you portray yourself within the league, man. So that's that's how I feel. Yeah, I feel like he's been doing well the last few years, especially since he got yeah. Tampa Bay. Like you know, look at Tom Brady, I'm trying to get him, you know, to walk a straight line and everything, and you know, be on good terms. I think it was like kind of a setback, but like you said, like I thought, like he was you know maturing a lot in the last few years, and uh, and yeah, like you said, like with Roger Goodell, he had a lot of strikes already, so he's. <laughs> A lot of strikes, so whenever you know it messes up, they're gonna look to punish him in some mm-hmm. form or fashion. So just sucks, but he's injured anyway. So and he's out for the next three games, injury his ankle or something. Anyways, anyway. he's a, so he was already gonna be out, but I guess I mean it's just you know but I know like Aaron said he's gonna have to address his situation when he gets back, but hopefully he's still on the team because I think they, they need him in the playoffs. Like he's a threat they need. He said, like there's another that's another trio that we can talk about, like in terms mm-hmm. of like rating who the best trios are in the NFL in terms of wide receivers. I mean, Tampa Bay is right up there. Mike Evans, uh, Goodwin, Antonio Brown. And then you're not even talking about, you know, Gronk coming up tight end. The way that Tom Brady targets him, it's like he's a fourth receiver. So, you know, that's a pretty good trio as well. And so then they need him in the playoffs for sure. So hopefully he's back for the playoffs and he's able to, you know, reconnect with the team and have chemistry with Tom Brady again. Yeah. Yeah, I hope so too, man. I'm just really hoping that this situation doesn't cause Tampa Bay to, you know, take more serious, uh, um, you know, actions and, and cut this man. Because I'm nah, sure if Antonio Brown gets cut, he's not. We're not going to see him again in the league. I, I don't think at all. You don't think so? Man. No, I, I don't. I feel like people like Tampa Bay definitely saw past all the history that you know Antonio Brown had. Uh, um, you know, gone through um, just due to the fact that Tom Brady pushed for him so deeply, you know, Tom Brady is one of those figures that, you know, when you, when he speaks, you'll listen, you know, if, if he wants someone on his team, he's going to get him. Uh, I don't feel like, uh, you know, the rest of the quarterbacks in the league have as much of a pull as Tom Brady does or, or can convince their coach, you know, that, Hey, I can, I can speak some sense to Antonio Brown's ear and, and keep him on the right path because everyone's thinking he's a troublemaker, right? Every GM, every coach is probably thinking, you know, he's just a, an incident waiting to happen. Right. So I feel like Tampa Bay was the only one that could really keep him on the straight and narrow with Tom Brady and his relationship with Antonio Brown. Um, and I'm not saying that he's a bad dude. I just feel like that's how the coaches and GMs are looking at him, right? So I don't feel like he'll – I don't feel like any coaches, any GMs will give him another opportunity just based on that fact that they may not think that he'll stay on the straight and narrow. Um, so, yeah. yeah. 
that's that's an unfortunate situation i mean he's again he's he's a really good wide receiver he still has years left in him for sure um you know he's very explosive to this day but man i just i feel like if they cut him man he's not he's done yeah hopefully he doesn't get cut like he said like he's still a big part of their offense like you said like like he has tom brady i think that tom brady i guess being an advocate like i don't know who else would advocate for him as much as tom brady does so it's like Man, hopefully, like, I think it's the perfect scenario. Just, you know, stay on Tampa Bay, stay in the straight line, you know, <laughs> and just like just keep winning championships or keep putting up, you know, he's not putting up monster numbers, but you know, he's doing his thing though, you know. I mean, he's in a he's in he doesn't get as much targets he did in Pittsburgh, he's not like the number one guy, but like he's still that slot guy, yeah. So I feel like you know, he's in a perfect situation, you know, I feel like you know, he should take advantage of it. Because, like I said, Tom Brady retires or whatever, anything like that, or he gets cut, man, he's in, I don't even have the support system as he does in Tampa Bay. Yeah, fam. So, dog, uh, this, this, this coming yeah. week. Yes, sir. Yeah, let's get into our predictions, bro. Let's get into some predictions. Week 13, bro. Can you believe it? Season's flying, bro. Yeah, it's, it's more than halfway done. Eh? Yeah. I'm just fine in general, man. It's Christmas just now. Oh, yeah, it's true, man. And what, like <laughs> three three weeks? Yeah, or maybe less than three weeks. <laughs> Let's, oh. Yeah, it's within three weeks. Yeah. All right. Big games within week 13. Chargers, Bengals, Chargers, Bengals, maybe. That's a good game. Uh, so we'll have one of yeah, we'll have that game um as a as one of our games. Um, Forty Nine ers Seahawks. I don't. I don't know. Broncos Chiefs is a decent game. Broncos Chiefs. I feel like it's a decent game, but I. I don't know. I'm going Chiefs now. Yeah, I I probably go Chiefs too, even though I don't like the Chiefs. And I don't <laughs> like Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is not even playing that all that good either. But I feel like they'll still find a way to beat the Broncos. Not playing as good yet. I think he's he's he might get hot down their stretch, bro. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll see about that one. Washington <laughs> Washington Raiders. I'm going Raiders on this one. I did, I, yeah, I did look at that too, but I'm thinking I feel like I'd go Raiders too. Like, I'd, I'd be on the same page as you. Like, Derek Carr is... Derek Carr is going to win that game for them. That one too. Um, yeah, there's not too many games. It's similar to yeah. like week, week eight, where there's like a tough That's game to, to choose from. Might be a lot of upsets this week though, but like Raven Steelers. Interesting game, but I'm gonna go, but I'm gonna go with with Lamar bounce with a Lamar bounce back. All right. He's <laughs> definitely he's definitely angry from you know throwing those four interceptions against the, the Browns um last week. And um he's gonna play more sound, uh more um more protecting the football. Um you know, just basically making sure that, you know, 
he ensures a win and doesn't put his team in harm's way to to um you know for the potential of a loss so yeah i don't mm. i don't see that the the ravens would lose that game it's at pittsburgh though i'm gonna go pittsburgh on this one dog i know yeah i picked the pittsburgh the last two weeks and they got i got burned by them but yeah at home <laughs> yo bro it's a must win game dog it's a yeah. must win game bro Mike Tomlin said they're going to make big changes. I don't what know, changes? dog. What changes is he making? Bruh. He just needs to scrap this season and let yo like, next season is is it, right? Like <laughs> uh, Pittsburgh, a tough place to play. You know that, right? Of course. Of course. I know. Them with their terrible towels and whatnot. But <laughs> it's going to be but cold. Like, huh? It's going to be cold, too. Yeah, it's still great. But, I mean, Baltimore is cold, too. So, it's not like Lamar doesn't know how to play in the cold. I mean, Lamar may be a Florida boy, but he know how to play in the cold. Uh, I'm going upset here, bro. Nah. nah. I mean, Steelers, yeah. y- y'all got to get me this one. I'll never pick y'all again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure you'll never pick them again after this game because Steelers are not winning, bro. Look at them. Five, five, and one. Like, look at that record, bro. It don't matter, bro. (laughs) Who are they starting? Are they they starting Ben Roethlisberger in this game? Yeah, bro. Mr. Big Ben? Yeah, they didn't know. I think I'm going to go. Yeah, the Pacer defense is playing really bad. You know what? I'm going to go out on a limb here. Y'all know I always go with the upsets. And you know what? I've been actually winning a lot of these games choosing upsets. <laughs> so I'm going to go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go against the fence. I'm going to choose the Pittsburgh Steelers. They find a way to win at home. It's another ugly game. It always is Ravens Steelers. It's always a rivalry game. It's always mm-hmm. low scoring defense. Ugly. Not a lot of points. A lot of field goals. So I'm going to stick to that same mantra that we see every year between these two teams. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Pittsburgh, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. They they find a way to win. I'm telling you, Lamar Jackson has been in that film room ever since he threw those four interceptions against the Browns. He's been doing some deep diving into into that film. He's been studying his ass off, and he's been making sure that you know his chemistry is on point throughout practice with Mark Andrews, Marquise Brown. Um, you know those dudes basically his receivers so ultimately he's going to be on point he's going to play a clean game um you know less turnovers i mean he's been throwing a lot of interceptions this year i mean he has 12 total interceptions uh uh, within the season i know yeah i know he definitely does not like that um and he's gonna he's gonna turn that around um i'm sure he'll he'll make sure that um you know again that he's on the same page with with all of his receivers um you know he's not making any dumb throws and if he needs to pull it down and run it he's going to do it and you already know the threat of Lamar Jackson on the ground i mean right now he's their leading uh, um leading rusher with 707 yards rushing so um you already know the deal there he's basically you know their top running back and their top quarterback um Ravens D it has been pretty good as well too. Again, they they came off a great game against uh, the Cleveland. I'm sure that does stand up to Big Ben as well. I mean, like Big Ben, an aging Big Ben. Like I mentioned this last week, 
you're not going to do nothing, right? <laughs> I'm sure the defense is, is definitely probably licking their chops, you know, looking to, to, to pick off a big Ben um, or, you know, at least get a couple hits on him. I know he's been known to be hard to take down, but I'm sure that, you know, the, the Ravens are going to be up to the challenge. Um, and yeah, man. So Ravens all day, man. Raven gang. Um <laughs> Sorry, but we gon' we gonna we gonna take it in Pittsburgh. I mean, uh, Pittsburgh fans, you know, give me a lot of luck this week. You know, help me win this game. <laughs> y'all been doing me dirty. I'm picking y'all. Y'all been making me lose. Uh, there's no one to blame but Big Ben, man. <laughs> oh man, what else? So that's one. What other game? It's not too many good games, bro. We, I'm not able to choose all five games this week. It's not that much of a game, bro. What about Eagles and Jets? You gonna go with your favorite team? Bro, we won last week too, man. Yeah, yeah. Jets, Jets be playing. Uh, they be playing good here and there. It's very, it's very uh, few. <laughs> few and far having, He's having a tough rookie year. Four, four TDs, ten picks, bro. Oh, uh. Zach Wilson? Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, but Zach Wilson, <laughs> yo, start my dude. Uh, what's his name? Jones? What's his name again? Mike White? Yeah, Mike White. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I said <laughs> gotta let the rookie play this out, bro. Nah, Mike White gotta step in, bro. <laughs> that's that that's a new franchise quarterback, yo. Yeah, I'm gonna choose the Jets on this one, bro. I'm choosing my team on this. Of course you are, and I knew it. So you already know I'm going with the Eagles, bro. Really? No. It's in New York, right? Yeah, it is yeah. MetLife Stadium. Well, I mean, of course you're going to go with your Jets, right? Yeah, but um, Jalen Hurts has it going, man. Um, you know, Philly is has been on a little bit of a streak, I believe, right? Didn't no, they? They, they lost to the Giants last week, fam. Oh, yeah, you're right. He played member. He got he got oh, called yeah, up. Right. He got called up by uh, by the coach. He's not gonna get benched, but like the coach was like he would grade him like an F or something. I think it was Nick Sir Nick Sirianni told him about his performance like last week. Yeah, he didn't he didn't play well at all. You're right. <laughs> he, threw, he threw three picks on. He wouldn't play really bad. Um, yeah. But like you said, he he's still getting to know. He's still like he's still, still in that yeah. That, 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 that rookie game span, that, that first year game span. Um, but I feel like he'll bounce back, man. Um, I'm sure he's not gonna he's not gonna, you know, make the same mistakes. Um man, I just I just feel like Jalen Hurts, man, he's just the type of dude that just doesn't get phased by this, you know. Like, I mean, people talk bad on him, people talk down on him, you know. He just takes it all and he, he runs with it and you know he he looks always to to improve and I'm sure that he'll he'll step up against the Jets, man. So um oh he'll mind. show up, man. I feel like he'll show up. J-E-T-S, baby. We had a big win last week against the Texans. You know, we taking this, bro. I think Zach Wilson. Let's say he's getting a little more comfortable. Maybe. They got a good, you know, play selection with the OC and the way he's reading the offense so far. So I think he takes this one, man. At home, you know, go with the same script of play you did last game. Um, keep, you know, keep him comfortable to the place he, he likes to he likes to run. 
And uh, I'll say the Jets are going to take this, bro. At home, too, we definitely win this, bro. Mm. Another upset right there, y'all. That's two right there. <laughs> well, we'll see how it goes, man. I mean, I'm sure the Eagles D will also step up to Zach Wilson, Mr. Tenor interceptions, four touchdowns, bro. Like, that is terrible. <laughs> I, get, I feel like the Eagles, the Eagles D is probably licking their chops as well. They're probably like, Darius Slay is probably like, sitting there uh, watching film somewhere and he's just like yo i'm i'm gonna take advantage of this of this rookie bro this man's not gonna know what he's seeing out there <laughs> they're still about to jump on everything like i'm he's telling you he's a rookie dog he's a rookie dog plus the, plus the huh? plus defense has been playing decent we gave up Last two games, Dolphins be up 24 points. We lost. Last week, we up 14 points. So the number of points we're allowing is going, it's going down. So we can keep it into that 14 to 20 range. That's what, that's what brought Robert Salling to do. So mm-hmm. help that defense out. So we can keep this, the points slow. You have the opportunity and, and to win. Contain John Hurts. You have a chance, bro. Yeah. All right, bro. All right. Let's see. But yeah, I'm sticking with the Eagles for sure. So yeah, we got that. That's two games down. Uh Chargers and the Bengals, brother. Chargers and the Bengals. I'm going Bengals. You going Bengals too? Yeah, I would go Bengals too. Shoot, you're right. Because I see the way the Chargers have been playing, they haven't been they they really haven't been uh playing up to their potential. I mean, Justin Herbert's been really up no. and down as, as we've stated before and the Bengals have gotten it going for the past couple weeks um so okay that's not a good game to pick um Colts tech Texans I don't even think that's a good game to pick Colts Texans okay maybe Giants and the Dolphins Giants and Dolphins the game Oh, they're both like one of them could sneak into the playoffs. I, I doubt it, but t- two is playing better, John. Yeah, two is playing better. I would go Dolphins. But I would man. go Dolphins too. Damn, man. It's like a, it's like a 70% <laughs> chance that Dolphins will win. Like the Shoot. Giants are playing that bad, bro. Yeah, because um, they trash. Dennis <laughs> is not getting it going. And the thing is, he does have the talent there, bro. If you think about it, I mean, okay, Saquon Bel- uh, Barkley is not really looking like himself. Um, you know, that is due to, you know, him coming off, you know, two major injuries that made him lose a, a, a lot of time. But he still has receivers. He has, um, what's his name? I get, I get what, Contavious Tony? What is what is his name? Kadarius Tony? Oh, he's nice. He's, <laughs> yeah, nice. He's, he's really nice. Then they also have Kenny Galladay. Kenny Galladay was amazing in his Detroit days. I'm sure if if Daniel Jones gets him the ball like like frequently, Kenny Galladay is putting up the same type of numbers, right? They have dudes, right? They have guys in in New York. Daniel Jones just can't put it together, bro. He, but they think about it. They they've actually won the last two out of the last three games. The nah, Giants. I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go Giants, bro. All say okay. Bye. Yeah, let's okay. Let's stick with that. I like that energy. I'm going I'm all New York though. teams this week, y'all. New York, y'all better support right now. Wow, yo. All New York right now. You're a New York nigga. <laughs> <laughs> this week, this week. Give this, this week, man though. his first pair of Tims. 
<laughs> and Diddy might buy back Sean, Sean John something. Give me some Sean Johns too, dog. <laughs> I'm going with Miami for sure, though. Um, I see, I see Tua, you know, building upon his his, um, you know, just his his sophomore season. Um, you know, showing why he deserves to be, you know, a starting quarterback in this league. Um, you know, his accuracy again is is comparable to Drew Brees. I can see him, you know, just making sure that he's protecting the football. You know, he's putting the ball in in, in places where only his receivers can catch it. Um, you know, he's taking advantage of that 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 RPO, that run pass option. Um, you know, he 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 was a really good quarterback. You know, in, within Alabama, you know, playing that way. And, you know, Miami's been implementing that a little bit too, you know, just working on to a strengths. Um, and yeah, as he, as he continues to, you know, protect the football and, and you know, I mean, he's building a great a connection with, you know, Jalen Waddle. I mean, which again has stemmed from Alabama, you know, Mike Gusecki, man, he's just amazing tight end. I wouldn't even call him a tight end. He's a straight wide receiver. And man makes the most one-handed gra- grabs I've ever seen. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this dude is amazing. Um, yeah, they they going – I feel like their offense is going to get it rolling. Um, and as long as their defense uh, continues to show up as well, um, they'll be good, man. They'll, they'll, like, I can see Daniel Jones throwing a couple picks to Xavier Howard. You know, I can see that. I, yeah. I can see him throwing the football away because that's the type of quarterback he is. So – yeah, Giants, man, you not you not taking this, bro. It's a it's a Dolphins thing. Yeah, shout yeah. out Pickering Dolphins, yo, Durham Dolphins. Don't even remind me of Dolphins Day, guys. <laughs> some good years, some you know. Um, yeah. But yeah, man, um, I'm sticking with the Giants, dog. Sticking the Giants. I think established to run. They're on the road. Established to run with Devontae Booker. Saquon Barkley, hope he can have one of those, those um, you know, flashback games if he plays well again. Like you said, like, no. They're playing – their defense, they, they held the last game to, to seven points. was able to win that game against the Eagles. So, I feel like, you know, similar game, similar game plan. You know, two is a little bit different, more of a pocket passer than Jalen Hurts. But, yeah, like, I feel like, you know, they should have a good game, a good game plan building that momentum off last game. Like I said, run the ball is really key on the road to run the ball because you say you don't want to put the ball in Daniel Jones' hands all game long, 40-plus passes. It's not the way to win. So I think establish the run. You said maybe establish some quick screens, um, you know, some you know, easy plays with, like you said, Kadarius Tony. Like I said, he, like, I like him. Like, I think he, he's a really good player. I think he's one of the players that on any other team with a, with, with a better offense, he would be able to show out more. Mm-hmm, fall, I think follow that game plan. I think the Giants win that game. All right. We'll see. Like I said, I mean, the fact that, I mean, that game was so low scoring against Philly. Like, the offense just, they don't have anything really clicking like that. You know, like, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't, like, definitely any other offensive coordinator would probably put like they probably throw in so many design plays for Kadarius Tony just for him to get the ball because he's so electric, you know? Yeah. But th- whoever who's it? Is it Garrett? What's his name from from Dallas? 
is that their OC or did he get fired? Yeah, yeah. It's Jason Garrett, the he's the OC of the Giants. He's still there, right? He's still there. No, he got fired actually. He, he got, he's okay, gone. Yeah, so he got he got fired. Well, I mean, whoever's there now, I mean, I'm sure if you if you switch things around and 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 you make Kadarius Tony more of a focal point, um, you also give uh Kenny Galladay, you know, his catches as well. Maybe you can turn around. Maybe, but with Daniel Jones, man, I'm just saying, like, with him being your leader under center, I just don't see it, man. You're gonna have to, you're gonna have to move on from Daniel Jones at some point. That's how I feel. I'm sorry, I, I like, I really don't have much optimism when it comes to his his career in the NFL. <laughs> I think just this week, and they, and they pull it off. Like I said they changed OCs. Hopefully, like it gives him. Like I said, they got they have to do something. Um, and so hopefully that gives them a little bit of momentum based off last week's win. I know it was a, a great offensive game, but, you know, use that momentum to this game and, you know, try to pull out a win. Got it, got it. Um, we'll see. I like I like that you're keeping that energy with the with the New York teams. So we got three games so far. Um, trying to get two more here. Um, hmm. Patriots Bills. Patriots Bills. Oh shoot! I can't believe I totally like ignored that game. That's gonna be a good game. Um, shoot! But I just, you know, I feel like Patriots are really on a roll. But I don't know if they'll beat the Bills though. Really? I'm going Patriots, bro. I'm going. You're going Patriots. Nah. All right, then I'm gonna go with the Bills, man. Let's go. Let's. I'm gonna disagree for this game. Um, yeah, man, let's get it. Josh Allen. Josh <laughs> yeah. Allen, do your thing. Bro, I'm taking the Patriots because they're both cold, cold, uh, cold weather teams. So exactly. I think the weather might not be as big a factor as people think. Everyone's choosing, uh, I think, everyone's from the Bills, but. New York. Mm. Or yeah, not. Sure. Middle, no, the state of, uh, it's in New York still, but it, it's in Buffalo, so it's colder. Yeah. But compared to Boston, they're both cold weather places. Everyone's getting yeah. the Bills, but I'm like, bro, like the Bills haven't really showed us too too much. They've been playing well, but who's been playing? Who's playing better up to this point? The Bills or the Patriots? And right now, the Patriots are playing a them. little better than, than the Bills in terms of both sides of the ball, offense and defense. And the Patriots are playing better right now. They have more momentum right now. Yeah, I I hear where you're coming from for sure. Uh, you know they are coming in hot. That's that's no doubt. Um, but I'm just gonna I'm gonna go with the Bills because they're at home. Um, I'm gonna go with Buffalo because you know they have more of a high powered offense than than the Patriots do. Um, you know, Josh Allen and and Stephon Diggs, crazy wide receiver uh, and quarterback combination. Um, I feel like they're going to be able to, to move the ball effectively. Um, hopefully against the Patriots D. I know they ha- the Patriots D have it, but they have been stepping up. Um, but I'm sure that Josh Allen can overcome it. We'll yeah. see, man. We'll see. We'll see. Well, I, honestly, I, honestly, I don't really have much points because they're both two pretty even teams, I'd say. Um I mean, and New England's coming in eight and four. Uh, Buffalo's coming in seven and four. They they have you know 
Hello, hello. Yeah, we we lost our boy Josh here. He disappeared in us. Get him back. My bad, bro. No worry, our boy Josh is back. <laughs> <laughs> My bad, y'all. Some technical difficulties, man. You already know what it is. <laughs> Sometimes man. you experience those. They like disappeared, but yo, my face, I was like, I was like, yo, I was like, he's like, I was like, yo, I think we lost our boy Josh there. <laughs> oh, man. My bad, yo. No worries. But no yeah, worries. as I was saying, like, these are two, I feel like these are two even teams. It could really be a toss-up, man. I really don't know if Buffalo will win this game, but I'm just going to go with Buffalo just to di- for, for, for the sake of the competition and hoping that um, Buffalo can pull this game out. I mean, honestly, truthfully, if I'm going to go with my heart, bro, and, and, like, what I know with the Patriots, man, they they really riding on a high right now. And I, like, normally I would pick them. Um, you know, things are just clicking in New England. Um, Matt Jones is, is playing, you know, years uh, ahead of his, you know, um, his career, right? I mean, he's playing more than – he's playing like he's been in the league longer than, than he has been. Um you know, their defense has been really, you know, um, they've been really strong, right? Um, you know, we were talking before about Matt Judon. Matt Judon's been re- really relentless. Um, you know, J.C. Jackson, right? Jalen Mills, right? Devin McCourty, um, you know, um, Hightower. Like these, like they, they, have, they have dudes that are just, again, within this structured New England system, that um you know they just they just play great football man and and i honestly i just i don't know if if the bills are gonna beat them but hopefully man i'm just gonna pray for to the football guys for this one and hopefully buffalo pulls this one out yeah well yeah two the two good teams expected to be a really good game on monday so the pitchers have won the last five he said mike jones is not playing like a rookie playing very veteran like you said Great coaches like Josh McDaniels and Bill Belichick kind of keeping him, you know, not letting him go through that rookie slump that you see a lot of QBs go through. Um, and he's playing really well. Um, the game, is, like you said, it's at Buffalo, but, you know, I expect the team that's playing better is going to win. And so, like, Bill Belichick, you know, he knows the Buffalo goes really well. He's been in that division for, like, say, century, Doc, at this point. <laughs> and, like, I think he has a good game plan for the Bills and, and Josh Allen. So, I think it's kind of like a playoff matchup, too. I think they might meet down the line in the playoffs. Yeah, so, I don't see that. The big AFC matchup, I think the Bills are playing better right now. Offense and defense, both sides of the ball. And like you said, they won the last five, so they're real hot right now. And the Bills, they won you know, the last four games, they've won two and lost two. Um, and so I just feel like, you know, the, the Pitchers have beaten some decent teams in their five-game stretch, and they beat Cleveland. Um, I think they beat the Chargers, and they beat the Titans. I mean, so it's all decent teams. So I think they've been playing the tougher competition. I mean, beating the beating the beating they've been the tougher teams too. And so yeah, I'm, I'm going with Matt Jones. Keep playing well on the road. They gotta always have a good game plan. You know, they're a system oriented, a system team. They go in there with a good the good game plan for Josh Allen. I think they, they take the dub, man. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm just only hoping, man. I could only praise to the football guys for this one because I honestly don't know. Yeah, it's a coin toss. Yeah, definitely. All right, so that's game uh, four. 
Yeah, that's game four. We got a final so, more die. Yeah, final game if we can die. find one. <laughs> you know? Shoot. I don't see any of their games, bro. Like Falcons, Bucks. I'm gonna go Bucks, bro. Even if it's at Atlanta, like wait, we didn't we didn't pick the 49ers and Seahawks, though. So you think we can you think that's a decent game to pick? Bro, 49ers, bro. Yeah, I'd go to 49ers too. Shoot. <laughs> All right. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm not getting burned back to back weeks in the Seahawks, bro. <laughs> yeah. And plus, yo, like I said, Jimmy G is playing, you know, for his future stock within the NFL. Exactly. He's playing because he knows after this season, it's a Trey Lance thing. So yeah. he's playing for, for, you know, whatever else, whatever other team is, is watching right now. And 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 looking for a QB, so Jimmy Garoppolo could very well go to any potential uh, teams that need a QB and 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 you know take over. We'll see. We'll see there too as well. Um. What else? Who else? Who else? Uh, yeah. Not many teams, dog. A lot. That's what I'm thinking. Like, shoot, we just need to pick one game just for the hell of it, bro. <laughs> Bruh. Like that's where we're. That's where we're at in this one. Cause, I mean, look, what teams have to be chose, dog? Um, how about? You went through most most games, bro. <laughs> Bucks and the Falcons, bro. I know, and you you would go upset. You'd be like, "Oh yeah, the Falcons for sure," because you know Matt Ryan, Matty Ice, you know, because <laughs> you would be like, "Yeah, Matty Ice would definitely lead a comeback." You know, he has the most, uh, um, you know, game winning drives in, in in the history of his career or whatnot, bro. They might sweep them, bro. They might sweep sweep the Falcons, bro. Is that a that game or it's the Falc? It's the Cardinals Bears, bro. But Cardinals Bears, were it's going to be a Cardinal thing for sure. You think so, hundred percent? Yeah, and we we have K one back, Kyler Murray. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's going to be a Cardinals thing. Four TDs, eight picks. Wait a minute, are they are they starting Justin Fields in this game? Instead of instead of Andy Dalton. Oh no, you're right. It's starting Dalton. Ooh, that could be. Hmm. Boss. In Chicago, a hot weather team like Arizona going in the cold in Chicago. Thirty nine degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, I'm gonna have to go Chicago or somewhere. I'm thinking the upset this one, bro. Okay. All right. We got our fifth and final game, folks. All right. <laughs> yeah, we have to do it, bro. We have to do it. <laughs> I'm definitely yeah. going with Arizona. We got K1 back. And K1 is going to make, you know, he's going to make a splash in his return. Um, he's going to be rusty, dog. You he's going to so? be rusty. I think he's going to be rusty, but, you know, K1 has his legs. You know, if he's... If he's not getting it going with his arms, he's gonna get it going on the ground. Um, yeah, 
and the play calling over there, you know, um, I feel like I feel like they're just gonna they're, they're gonna be able to, to to get it going against Chicago. Um, I think Andy Dalton somehow finds way again. You know, the last game they the Lions. I mean, it's not really like a big thing you should like you know put on a trophy case. Yeah, like. that's, that's not a big win at all. <laughs> but uh, it's something, bro. It's something and. Shoot, I think they take this upset, dog. I think Andy Dawson plays well. Kyle Murray's rusty come back first game. I think the, the Chicago's is cold to play. Arizona to Chicago. Um, you know, they have to establish the run in the cold. Um, I just think Chicago just plays better. They, they just know how to deal with, with the weather. And Dalton uses uh, some, some momentum. He said Justin Fields might take a back seat, kind of learn this year. He said he's struggling. They said four, four TDs, eight picks this year. So Little bit of a struggling year. Similar to Zach Wilson, just two guys going to tough situations. You know, the top draft picks always go to the worst teams, just the way it goes in the NFL. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they can't, they didn't really fall into the perfect situation like Mac Jones. Yeah. Um, so I think, I mean, Dolphins right now is, is going to, it's a better chance for them to win the game. And I think they established a good running game. Dalton plays pretty well. He showed that he's a capable backup and a capable starter. And I think they find a way to win, bro. I think. Kyle Murray won't be in sync with his offense like he did before he got hurt. So, y'all, this is a, a, a prayer. This is <laughs> I'm throwing a big alley prayer, bro. Yeah, you're. Um, yeah, yeah, this man. is definitely a huge prayer <laughs> and a huge alley. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know it's funny how it's you know the rookies are panning out this year. Um, you know, there's a lot of quarterbacks in this draft. It, it was believed to be a, a strong quarterback draft. Um, but yeah, Justin Fields hasn't really, you know, panned out the way that they would like. I feel like that, you know, the NFL is just really forcing too much on these rookies. You know, you really need to do way more evaluation before you, you, you can truly say that these guys are ready. Um, and you know, teams are really just, you know, they're just going with like, you know, who do the fans want to see out there? Or, you know, who do we want? Like, it's like, who do we want to see out there? Uh, um, like they just, you know, they're, they're really pushing guys before their time. Um, you know, Trevor Lawrence is not really panning out how, how you would want him to. He hasn't really developed within Jacksonville at all. That's, I mean, unfortunately he went to a really bad team and, you know, a first year head coach, but you know, it's, it's, it's not looking too good. Zach Wilson, not looking too good. Justin Fields, not looking too good. Uh, Trey Lance, I mean, like, thankfully, Justin, like, like, thankfully, sorry, Jared Garoppolo is, is playing as well as he is and not yeah. forcing Trey Lance to be out there before his time. Cause I mean, it could very well not look so good for him either. I mean, I'm sure Trey Lance has a lot of developing that he has to do too. Um, yeah, I feel like coaches, man, y'all really need to do some some further evaluations and ensure that your 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 first year quarterbacks are ready and mentally prepared for this. Not everyone's gonna get into a system like Matt Jones and just be ready from day one. So yeah, I just feel like it's similar to real estate where real estate they always you know create location, location, location. I think it's it's similar to NFL like situation, situation, situation. It's all based on your situation. Like said, so like. Everyone knows Mac Jones. I was like, how do you fall to the pitch? He's the perfect fit. It's the perfect situation. And I'm like, that's exactly what it is. Like, so like I, I'm kind of like a little bit old school where I think if you don't have a good team around you or a good supporting cast, like Mac Jones and the Patriots, I mean, like he's a great, his style matches their style. 
You know, mm-hmm. three-step drops, get the ball at your hands quick. You know, he came from an NFL, you know, pedigree in Alabama in terms of a system as well. So he just fit everything in terms of um, release time and the way he plays and his progressions, everything. Looking for the quick progressions, he fit their offense perfectly compared to, like, see the other teams like Zach Wilson with the Jets. He said Justin Fields, um, you know, with the, with the Bears, Trevor Lawrence with the Jaguars. You know what I mean? Those teams don't have the pieces around him yet to succeed. So in my case, I say old school, meaning like I think some of these teams should have got a veteran player and have these guys sit behind them. Maybe it's harder to do that with, with a Trevor Lawrence. He's number one pick. You don't want to necessarily sit number one guy. But, I mean, I think Something that gives them – yeah, I think sometimes you got to give – have them sit maybe the first three games yeah, and then I play think. them the last, like, the last half, the last quarter of the season. So you still got them game reps, but you let them learn. You don't just put them in the fire since game one. Like I said, Zach Wilson, you see how that turned out. You know, Justin Fields, he's, some games, a few good games, but you know what I mean? Like, I think they should have stuck with that game plan, play Dalton. I know he got hurt, but play Dalton and then – that they're doing right now, and then you know the last stretch of the game, play Justin Fields the last half of the season. So I just feel like some teams should have done that, like a oh, veteran QB, and you know have the their their rookies wait a little bit before they play. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you, bro. Yeah, we, you already know we said it all, man. We said it all. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong, good. Get my boy Josh going here. But yeah, thank y'all for joining. You know, always giving y'all the best recaps. You know, NFL. Hope next week we talk a little bit about the NBA. Um, see how that's going. You know, it's kind of still middle packed in the NBA. A few teams like Phoenix and you know, Golden Phoenix State. and in Golden State are separating themselves. In the East mm-hmm. still the same team. You know, I think Milwaukee's gaining some ground, but still like Chicago, Chicago, Brooklyn, Milwaukee. So, um, hopefully next week we start a little bit talk about some NBA. This week, giving you all the predictions before um, the game start tomorrow. And as y'all know, don't forget to like and subscribe. Yes, sir. Again, you already know how it is. I always enjoy my time, you know, speak with my brother, you know, <laughs> uh, getting all this NFL content out to you. Again, NBA content will come. Thank you all for listening and tuning in. Uh, again, this is Josh and Denver Podcast, man. And we signing out. Peace, Peace and blessings, man. Amen. <laughs>